It's that time again. It's time for English and coffee. I've got my cup. Hope you got yours. Let's go. So this week here has been a rather interesting one. Um, I know we've had some hot weather. I think it just about got into the hundreds. Um, I know the other day it was like 96, 97. We had a storm here recently, so it kind of cooled things off. You know, brought some of that rain, much needed rain, and uh, cooled things off a bit. Went out there today, did some fishing. A little bit of a thunderstorm and everything, but as soon as it started storming, the bike cut on, everything cooled. So maybe this week we'll have some better weather. I don't know. We'll have to see how it goes. Let's see, this week in work, pretty much the same old, same old. Well, we did have the holiday Monday. Monday, what did I do? I think I went fishing Monday. Yeah, I went out there early. I caught a couple fish, nothing to write home about, but um, went out there Monday, went back, got back on the horse Tuesday. Mm, it was hectic as usual. Whenever you have a short week, like a holiday or something like that, it kind of throws everything off, so everybody's trying to cram everything that they normally do in five days into four days. So I was trying to meet with all my clients. A couple of people had some things going on, so they didn't meet. A um, couple no-shows, couple cancellations. So I had to get creative and get my documentation and things done. I submitted, I think, two PCPs and found out some interesting things about one of my clients. They'd been lying about what they'd been doing, so it seems they have a bigger problem than I thought. I'm not going to put this person's business all out of here, but um, let's just say they were doing something that you, would, you wouldn't even expect anybody to be doing in 2019. This is something they did back in like the 1980s, but uh, this guy obviously has issues. Um, yeah, other than that, let's see. I think today we're going to talk about stress and how it can affect things. Um, I know earlier today it was a little rocky, a little rocky start. Scared to go fishing, had to call my mom because my sister called me to see what was going on and I had already gone over this with her and then I had to go and take care of some business, but uh, it kind of put me in one of those moods. So I was just riding, you know, for like 30 miles, no music. Then I finally cut the music on. Took a little while to get reacclimated. You know, whenever you have something that just kind of kills your mood, it kills your buzz, um, takes a little bit, little bit to get back on the, um, on the track. So I think uh, today we're going to talk about what to do when things just don't go as planned and how to get back from it. So let's get into that. So as I alluded to there a minute ago, I was talking about stress and how something happened. So I'll tell you a little bit about the situation. So on Fridays, normally, I go, I take my mom shopping. She's getting older in age, you know, she's getting up there, so she doesn't always remember everything or do things like she's supposed to, but as your parents, you know, what do you do? You support them. So anyway, on Fridays, that's the day I take her shopping. We get everything we need to get. So I just taken her shopping. I said, make sure you have everything. If you need to get this or you need to get that, let's go ahead and get it now. So she said, no, I only need two things. So we went and got those two things. I said, all right, well, it's going to be next week before you see me again. And I'm, you know, see me again on this tip, you know, where I'm buying stuff for her. I mean, if I just pop up and visit, you know, fine, but I'm not going shopping. I mean, I got a lot of things going on during the week. 
and I know you got to stop, take time, and take care of your parents and things like that, but it's just, you plan it out, you know, so it's one day a week that we do shopping, so she's just got to plan ahead, but it looks like I'm going to have to start doing the planning for her, because, I mean, the next day, you know, Saturday, she's needing something else, so I had to go and get some money orders or whatever, and I just talked to her about it, I said, all right, well, next week we'll get them, you know, when you get your money or whatever like that, and all this stuff, so it's it's a bunch of rigmarole, but it just killed my whole mood because I just got done with my documentation. I was ready to go fishing, throw my lines in the water. Then I had to go take care of that. And it just totally just destroyed my mood for longer than it should have. A um, couple stress management techniques that people normally do. You know, you take a couple deep breaths, positive affirmations and things like that. But that's not where I was. I was just stewing in the moment. Um, it was, it was, it was a bit of a, a gauntlet to get through. Um, like I said, I mean, this negative energy, I mean, you should always pull yourself out and don't just dwell in those negative emotions, but the stress normally happens when you have a lot on your plate. See, with my work, I already have my work demands, you know, paperwork, documentation, then I have my own personal life, and then I work with people like clients. So I've got probably, I don't know, 18 clients right now, so I've got to manage all their affairs. Then I've got to manage my mom's affairs. So basically when you get to the point where your plate is full and you don't have any more space for any more drama and you got everything planned and just when you think the boat's ready to take off, you know, set sail and catch the north wind and just float across the Atlantic, you get hit with something. And that's when it's time to, you know, just stop, pause, reflect, and keep your composure. You know, so you don't say anything, you know, that somebody could take out of context. You just ruin a good relationship. I mean, I wasn't there. I wasn't at the edge. But, yeah, I had to take time to just uh, unwind. I ended up calling her later after I went out, you know, fishing. I felt much better. Uh, I caught a couple fish. I was using a, um, a DOA shrimp. It was a pretty good... Um, pretty good bite. Like I said, I was out there in the rain. I haven't caught anything on those shrimps before, but I mean, finally, I mean, today was the day. So now I understand how the bite works with that artificial lure. But, um, yeah, it was just one of those, one of those days. Let's see. So that was that situation. But yeah, you got to know when your plate's overloaded. You know, when you got a lot of things going on, you start getting snappy with people. You, you know, get short on your temper. You know, your patience, the meter's just running low. Any little thing, you're just ready to snap. I know earlier in the week it was uh, pretty interesting because I was listening to, uh, ended up listening to The Matrix. There's this little gun scene. You know that scene in The Matrix when he's walking into the lobby and the guy's like, do you have any... Uh, knives, weapons, guns, or anything on you. Then he opens up his jacket and he's got like 40 assault rifles and grenades and everything like that. I was riding around listening to that the other day, just listening to the explosions and um, Rambo. Yeah, this this podcast here is just maybe me uh, a vent session, uh, but um, that's life and that's what happens. Let's see. I guess we'll um, we'll take a break. See if we can't reset. Come back. I'm looking at a couple books in front of me. Maybe I'll read something from one of those. Ah, I know what I'll do. 
I think I'll switch over and um, look at one of my photo albums. I don't know if you guys, well, it's not a photo. I got photo albums, but I think I'll look at the yearbook next to it. Do you guys have yearbooks in your school? Uh, or did you have yearbooks in your school when you were going to school? You know that little book you got to pay normally about $25, $30 for it. And it's, you know, with all your classmates and stuff like that. Yeah, I've got all mine right there. I've got four of them from 95 to 97. I'm just going to pick one at random, leaf through it, and I'll talk, talk about it while I'm looking at it. So we'll get to that after the break. All right, we're back. Okay, so I ended up picking up this uh, 94 uh, yearbook. So, yeah, this is when I was a freshman. Uh, what we normally do is we have people sign our yearbooks at the end of the year, and they write all these little, you know, little funny little sayings or you know, long messages and things like that. So I'm going to read a couple of them up here. Um, so this is when I was in ninth grade. Uh, yeah, here we go. Let's see. Um, who shall we start with? This is Jennifer D. Jennifer Davis. She was one of those, like, the class valedictorian, you know, one of the smartest girls in school. Or she seemed that way, you know, Miss Perfect. She had the blonde hair, you know, the blue eyes, got straight A's and all this stuff, did everything right, or so it seemed. Who knows how she ended up later in life, but uh, what she wrote to me is, uh, I bet you're glad that Algebra 1 is almost over. I hope next year you won't be all stressed out over school. Have a great summer, and don't forget to lead yourself in the right direction. Friends always, Jennifer D. Now that's sweet. Uh, we weren't even really friends like that, but um, you know, you're in ninth grade. Everybody's trying to please everybody, so you just write what um, what you feel is cool at the time. Uh, algebra 1, I remember that subject. Uh, yeah, I had quite a time in it. Uh, I want to say I got a D or or an F in it the first time I took it. I had to take it twice. <laughs> algebra was no joke. If you remember algebra from school, um, I took Algebra 1, uh, got a bad grade in it, so I had to go back in 10th grade, and I took Algebra 1A and 1B. So instead of taking it all at one time, I took it in two parts. Ended up passing it, fortunately. But, um, yeah, Jennifer uh, Davis, she was in my Algebra 1 class. We had seven different classes. Uh, they had just started this thing called block scheduling, where you go to one class for 45 minutes, you go to the next class for 45 minutes. So basically, in a day, you go to seven classes. It was crazy. Um, something new they were trying, and I guess they're doing it now. I don't even know what they're doing in schools now and how the students... Uh, go through school, but they just started this in um, Havelock back in 94. Let's see, here's another one. I can't even read this name up here. What does it say? All right, let me read. Okay, well, dang, these, this handwriting in here is, is, is something to see. Uh, who was that? Angie Sam King. Okay, let's see what Sam King wrote. She wrote this on May 13th, 94. Hey, what's up? It's been cool having you in algebra, even though we never really talked that much. Of course. Hope to see you next year. Don't be a stranger next year. Stay out of trouble this summer. Why is everybody telling me to stay out of trouble? Like I'm some <laughs> bad kid or something. This is ninth grade. I wasn't even doing anything yet. Sheesh. I was just giving my book to random people. The whole thing was get as many signatures as you can. Uh, let's see what else we have. 
Who is this? Man, I don't really have that many signatures in my ninth grade book. Sheesh. I mean, I had a few friends, but I wasn't... I guess I wasn't too popular, but hey, that happens. Uh, Anita Bradley. Hey, how are you? Well, I hope you have a good summer, even though we didn't talk that much. <laughs> God dang. Yeah, I guess I didn't talk to anybody in ninth grade. Um, yeah. Uh, maybe you were a social butterfly or something in your, in your school, but, uh, yeah, I didn't really talk to people. I mean, everybody's just like, oh, we didn't talk that much. We didn't talk that much. Of course we didn't. Because I was in school trying not to freaking die in algebra. Uh, Terry, let's see. Terry, what'd she write? She said to me on, hey boy, well, it's been grand having you in Elpsa class. And glad we met. Hope you have a great summer. Don't pick up too many girls. Okay. Oh, I remember Terry. Yeah, she was um, she was a little chunky. Uh, but she was kind of, I say kind of hip, but hip in a way that like, she wasn't like a goth kid or like an emo kid, but she used to listen to, um, what's that group, group, Evanescence or something like that. It was this group with these long ballads or something like that. I never really listened to them, but they had a, um, this song called My Immortal. Oh, and any time you would mention this song, she'd just be like, oh, My Immortal, and just go off into another world. Yeah, I remember her. Let's look at a couple pictures in here. Um, hmm. Student Council. Junior Navy ROTC. ROTC was a program that they had for students that were interested in getting into the services, like, you know, the military or the Navy, after they graduated high school. So you would get into the Junior Navy ROTC, and then I guess you just graduate or move up into ROTC when you're a junior or a senior. Uh, drama club. We had a drama club in the school. We had a pep club in the school, a glee club in the school, DECA. DECA was for those people, I guess, like the FBLA, Future Business Leaders of America. All these little groups and social groups, uh, things to pull kids together. I didn't really part participate in too much. I think I did um, French and Spanish Club. Um, I don't even remember what year I did that. I might have did that in middle school. Let's see what else they have up here. Ram's Horn. That was our little school paper. Uh, we had a couple of students that would write. Uh, you know, little things that happened during the week. If somebody won a game, football game or basketball game or something interesting happened or was going on in the week vacation, they would write about it. So I guess these were the wannabe journalists. Um, let's see, sports, football. I probably went to one or two football games the whole time I was in high school. It just, it just wasn't my sport. It's still not my sport. I could, I could care less who's running down the field. Um... JV cheerleaders. So these are the junior varsity cheerleaders. Uh, I think Angela Grimm was one of them. Brandy was one. Let's see, let's let's read off some of these names here. Uh, Michelle Tibnan, Lisa Adams, Natalie Smooze, Samantha Siesco, Ellen Baba. I remember Ellen Baba. Ellen Baba was this little short, five foot, nothing girl. Uh, she had a big uh, we'll say she filled out a shirt. How about that? <laughs> she filled out a shirt. Um, Gretchen, Kathy Boucher, Selena Jarman, Ashley Woodridge, Sarah Parton. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think ninth grade, I mean, what I did, I mean, just going through school, I, I used to fish. Uh, I had a couple guys that I would fish with 
Um, I think Brad was one of them. I don't even remember their names. But I pretty much just switched my whole social group in 10th grade. Had a lot of things happen for me in 10th grade, so it changed changed my whole high school experience. I mean, ninth grade, you don't know anybody. Because all my friends were back in Okinawa because that's where I went to uh, middle school and elementary school. So when I moved, I mean, it, w it was a fresh start. I didn't know anybody. Let's see here. Junior varsity baseball, men's track. Let's see if I can find my picture here from the ninth grade. Caroline Gresham, Carrie Goen. Oh, there I am. Good Lord. <laughs> oh, man. If I could go back. Let me see. If I could go back and talk to this guy, what would I tell him? I'd tell him to get straight A's. I said, don't sweat the small stuff. Uh, <laughs> you'll be you'll be 30-something uh, years old before you know it. Um, fish more, laugh more, have more fun. Um, don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah, I was probably, you know, you're, you're your own worst enemy sometimes or your own uh, worst critic, they say. Um, yeah. I mean, ninth grade, everybody's trying to find themselves. I mean, I'm looking at these pictures here. Some of these people are just doing way too much in the ninth grade. Some of these girls have, I think, the whole entire makeup cabinet on their face. Uh, some of these girls in here are trying to look like little businesswomen. Some of them look like grandmas. Yeah, this one girl, uh, April Gill, hopefully she blossomed into something. But, I mean, you could tell she she was raised by her grandparents. I mean... She wore like these old 1960 Paisley clothes, big Coke bottle glasses, and carried her books and wore a shawl to school like she was some librarian. Um, yeah. Then you got the popular kids, you know. Then you got the kids that are just out of place. Shoot, I was probably one of those out of place kids, but uh, yeah. Some of these girls in here, looking back at looking back now, you can tell who was out there and who wasn't out there. Me, like I said, I was a late bloomer. I think I told you that in my last podcast. So, I mean, I wasn't even nowhere near this. But you could tell who was doing what. Um, it's it's evident now. But when you're in school and you're young, I mean, you don't you don't know. But looking at these kids, some of these kids were troubled, um, disturbed, um, <laughs> really just trying to make it through the day. Oh, look at this girl, Tiffany Williams. Oh, I remember her. Tiffany Williams, that girl probably has about 15 kids now. Uh, she had way too much going on. Um, yeah, she was moving way too fast in the ninth grade. I mean, she had to be, what, 15? 15 years old? 14? 15? Oh, they have an extra picture of me here. Damian uses his time wisely in studies so he can make the most of his first year at high school. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what I was doing. Oh, man. Well, let's take a little break here and... uh. I might open up another yearbook. All right. So I decided to uh, grab a yearbook with a few more inscriptions, a little couple more signatures than uh, that freshman year. Let's see how it's improved. Um, yeah, I got quite a few in this one. It's not fully loaded, but it's a lot more than the last one. Uh, Michelle, she took up a whole page. Let's see what this says. Okay, she says to me on, hey buddy, in the short time that I've known you, I've had so much fun. 
If I could change the past, I would have gotten to know you a lot earlier. I'm going to miss you dearly. You are a real sweet, honest, and good friend to both me and others. I appreciate you being there all those times I complained and griped. All I can say is thanks. I wish all you guys were just I wish all guys were just like you in some cases. You have a pretty good sense of humor. You always make me laugh and smile even when I'm having a bad day. I can't believe I'm about to graduate. Oh yeah. Okay, so this little situation here was uh one of those defining moments, I guess you could say. Okay, this girl here, she was a senior. Um, and this is 96, so I think I'm a junior. I was a year behind her. Uh, we had a little chemistry there, you know, a little, little connection. But the thing is, she was somewhat dating one of my friends. Um, and I had the opportunity to um, get a little closer, we'll say. But I chose, uh, chose to... Um, protect the friendship because I know if I had done something with this girl then it would have just messed everything up with my friends um, and I'm still friends with these guys today so glad I made the right move but it was just one of those uh, moments because uh, we had it all planned out she was going to come to my house my parents were gone sister was even going to pick us up from school bring us to the house I mean it was about to be something serious and I was like nah not going to do it and then uh, when I got to school, she was, oh, man, she had makeup on and everything. Just let me know what I missed. But, I mean, I made the right choice. All right, let me get back to it. Uh, I can't believe I'm about to graduate. Just yesterday I was a freshman, and now I'm a graduating senior. Next year you'll understand what I'm talking about. Next year you'll be thinking, boy, these four years flew by. Cherish every moment of your senior year. Please do not forget me because I'll never forget you. There's always a place in my heart for you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've seen her a few times since we graduated, uh, you know, years later, years later. And, um, yeah, it's still there. I mean, of course, she got married and, you know, had kids and stuff like that. But, I mean, you'll always have, you know, high school. You always have those years. So we always have that what could have been, you know, we never know. But um, it is what it is. Uh, please do not forget me because I'll never forget you. There's always blah, 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 blah. I can... Let me see. The only advice I can give you is to not fool around too much like I did. Watch your back and take care. Your personality is what attracts girls. Maybe looks too. <laughs> okay. So keep on being yourself and don't watch too many X-rated movies. Wow. Uh, P.S. Keep in touch over the summer. Love always. Okay, now that's a nice, that's a good message. Okay, so, yeah, junior year, you know, I was trying to get my little swag on I guess you know uh, let's see here what's another one Elena Demion what's up it was great having you in Spanish with me you are really a sweet and crazy guy don't ever change keep on writing those newsletters hmm I guess I was writing I'd like to have one have a great summer and I'll see you around next year peace and love yeah I mean I'm a bit of a writer um, as you guys know I have two I've made two websites um, written a book, posted it on Amazon, got a couple things going, so I guess I was even writing then in high school. Uh, who's this? Candice. Demian, it's been a cool semester in Spanish, too. Uh, I don't know you that well. Okay, so this is just some random girl I got to sign my book. Um, Stanley. Okay, this is something from a guy. Demian, I know you enjoyed Michelle sitting behind you and... What is this? Sharing the money from her nights. Wow. I had fun in Spanish. See you next year. 
Okay, so I guess I took my yearbook to Spanish class and just got everybody to sign it. Um, who's this? Camille, I'm the first to sign your crack. Okay, she's saying. <laughs> okay, so you know a book. You open a yearbook. It has that little crease, that little fold where you have the cover, then you have the pages. So she signed right there in the crease of the book. So she said, I'm the first to sign your crack. It was nice knowing you for the short time we spent in class. See you next year. Good luck. Always. Okay. Now who's this Maria? Oh, she wrote a whole freaking page. Let's see what she put. Oh, my God. Let's see. We've known each other for about two weeks. You seem really cool. Blah, 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 blah. Well, I hope... Wow. I'm not even going to read that one. I don't even know who this was. I think she signed my book thinking it was somebody else's book. Uh, who is this? Okay, somebody drew a picture in here. I remember one year I'd given my book to this girl and she just freaking put some stuff in there. I was like, oh my God. She like drew all this crazy stuff in there and then there was some guy she liked so she circled his name or whatever my yearbook kind of defaced it a little bit but um let's just say she didn't sign my yearbook the next year all right let's see here nick g oh i remember him uh nick giorgio um he was a uh last i heard he was in new york doing a radio show he was uh one of those kids that was um he was from new york um, I guess he was Italian, but he always had that, hey, how's it going? Like, you know, you see the guys in the Goodfellas and the movies like that. Um, he always had that kind of vibe. I mean, he used to play basketball and hang out with us. But um, as we started getting into other things, he just kind of veered off. And then he had moved back to New York. But let's see what he wrote in here. He said, well, D, it's that time of year, and it's time for you to transform into the P-Man. <laughs> I'm not even going to say what the P-Man meant uh, back then. Um, well, I got to go to New York, so I'm out. See you in the next episode. All right, Nick. Well, if you're listening, uh, if you found this podcast, what's up, man? Hope all is well with you. Uh, let's see. Um, ooh, Samara. This girl here, uh, what'd she say? Hey, sweetness, it was fun. I miss, I miss first period with you. Stay sweet and always handsome. See you next year. Love always. Now, this girl here. I didn't know she liked me like that until later. That's how it always is. You know, you, you're in class and people flirt and pick with you and things like that. And you don't think nothing of it. Then at the end of the year, they tell you, oh, you know, I really liked you and wanted to date you, but didn't know how to say anything. And it's like, okay, now nah, you tell me. Um, who's this? There's another Marie. Um, Tony DeJesus. Tony DeJesus was uh, one of our friends. Um, he's, st he's still a good guy, but he ended up... Um, I think he had got a contract to play for the Miners. I want to say like with the, the Marlins. I don't know if they play baseball or something. The Marlins, I'm not all up on the sports. But he had uh, he was really the, the top top pitcher for our high school. And, um, yeah, he got a scholarship or something like that or a contract to play with the Marlins on their, their league. Not the professional league, but the league just before that. And I think he had got injured, so he didn't get to go. But, I mean, he was going to go pro in baseball. Uh, let's see, who else do we have here, can't even read that one, okay, is that Ryan, hey guy, blah, 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 
Okay, okay. Looking at the pictures, looking at the pictures. Johnny Hunter. Eric Jackson. Yada. Okay, it's interesting to see everybody's group. Okay, so I pretty much look the same, but I, I got a little facial hair going. Nice shirt. I remember that shirt. Okay. But yeah, I guess that's a little, little trip down memory lane there. Not all the way, but just a couple turns around the corner. But I guess uh, it was good though. Got out of my little, my little complaining session, I guess, and uh, talked about some positive things. But this is a yearbook, so um, those are some of my experiences from high school. Um, what was your high school like? Uh, did you guys have yearbooks and things like that going on? Uh, I'd be interested to know. Um, other than that, I guess, I guess I'll sign off, and you guys have a great week. Talk to you later.